Welcome to the Mission Advancement Podcast, where we attempt to address the stigmas around nonprofit fundraising through the lens of the power of relationships. Your mission is worth advancing, and we're here to help you fund your mission for good. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Mission Advancement Podcast. I'm Angel DeLeon. I'm joined today by Lacey Young. Lacey, how are you today? I'm good, Angel. Um, I'm still really hot. It's so hot outside. It's hot outside. I'm looking forward to fall. Yes. Um, What do you like about fall? I love a good cardigan. What? A cardigan. I love a good sweater. Mm. Um, I also love... Like leaves changing, and so for us here in Texas, that means looking at pictures oh, yeah. of we, other states. We have leaves, no leaves. changing because we don't really have that. But I love that. I do. I do really love fall, um, and Me I too. do hope for some some cooler temps. What about you? What is your favorite thing about fall? Well, yeah, cool temps for sure. But you know, college football. I just love the whole ambiance around that. Yeah. Um, it's exciting. Yeah. And yeah, looking it's forward fun. to that. Yeah, that's when, I mean, all the fantasy football leagues are starting. I know we're starting one um, here at the office, office. And yeah, yeah it's can kind of, that's a fun thing, but also can be kind of a crazy, scary thing if you don't change your lineup. It's a lot of pressure. You yeah. Know? Like, well, well, precisely why I don't participate, because mm-hmm. um, first of all, I never win. <laughs> but yeah, I am afraid of fantasy football. You're afraid of it. I yeah, love it. for sure. And that really kind of leads into our topic today of, the fear of asking. Mm. When you think about the fear of asking, it can involve a lot of things, you know, asking people to volunteer or asking people to help in different ways. Today, we're going to focus, though, on the also common fear of asking for a gift, Mm. asking for money. For some reason, people get tripped up in that area. They do. And specifically talking about, like, why should you ask people for specific amounts that's appropriate sometimes? Mm -hmm. And we know people in this industry and I was one of those that uh, was really conscientious about that. I couldn't get out of my own head when it came to how do I talk to people about giving money and what is it that I share with them that would compel them to do so. Mm-hmm. When you think about this, Lacey, what are some of the things that come to mind for you in terms of where this fear comes from? Yeah, so fear, for sure, it's a response, right? It's mm-hmm. um. It is a response to a threat, usually. I think that's what people, like, when they talk about fears. And it's usually to something that is a danger or, like, a predator or something. So we're not talking about fear (laughs) for your life, right? Right? Yeah, it's an ominous thought. (laughs) But but it is a response. And usually people have one of two responses to fear. Do you know Mm. what they are? Flight or fright. Fight or flight. Right? Remember that from high school. Yeah. Yeah. And so what are you? Are you a fight or are you a flight? I guess it depends on the situation um, and how much coffee I've had. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. What are you? Um, I'm like behind mystery door number three. I'm the freeze. Okay. Okay. So I, w- I would say that's a cop yeah. out answer, but actually that's a really good answer. <laughs> so maybe I'm more of a, um, maybe I'm a flight, but a flight by just kind of not doing anything standing still. Right. Mm-hmm. If you scare me, um, truly scare me, I will probably be silent and not scream because yeah. I just kind of freeze. But I think that we see that all the time, um, especially in in this kind of arena that we're talking about, the fear of asking is people just freeze up. Yeah, They don't know how to, how to deal with something. They're scared of it. And so they just do nothing, right? And so um, especially when we're talking about asking for gifts. And so people, people sometimes equate asking for money to their biggest fear, public speaking, the fear of heights, mm-hmm. things like that, because mm-hmm. they are truly so scared of it, maybe because we're raised not to talk about it. 
right? We're not supposed to talk about money. We're not supposed to ask about how much people make or what they give to things. Right. And then when we're training leaders to do it, we're saying, no, you need to ask for specific things because we know they can give it. Just right? go against all your natural instincts. It's all right? your natural instincts. Yeah. And so I think lack of pre- preparation, I know we're going to talk about this a lot today, but when you're when you don't know something, it's scary. Mm-hmm. So fear, again, it's that stimulus. It's a response to something. If you don't know what you're going to be asking for, what the response is going to be, what the outcome is, it can be scary. Yeah. And so I think that if you don't know and you also don't have a relationship with a donor, um, it's going to be scary and people are going to they're going to freeze or right. they're going to um, do the flight and they're going to run away. I don't mm-hmm. see too many people fighting in this in area. I hope not. But um, so what are some things – I know we've, we hear this all the time. We'll, we'll ask board members sometimes in a training, you know, what is your biggest fear? Why don't you? Why do you say you're not good at fundraising? Like, what are some of the things that you've heard that them they say? Yeah, well, just that is, you know, I'm not good at it. Right. And and if you think about it, okay, I I, I get it. But on the other hand, we're really good at asking for things that we want mm-hmm. when we feel they're important. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know that anyone's good at asking for money. Yeah. It just becomes a matter of how hard are you working on that? Right. I know sometimes people would say. Um, I feel like it's it's intrusive. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't ask someone something that's a personal thing. I shouldn't do it. Or another one that I hear all the time is, I'm not going to ask someone that I know. Yeah, that's even more uncomfortable. It, why? Right. I wonder why. I think I think they think again. They're not supposed to talk about things like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's so interesting. Well, and and I think another one is, I don't know what people can give. You know, what if I ask right. for the wrong amount? And right. We're going to talk about that a little bit because that's a natural part of this conversation, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, it's so true. How do you think fear fear manifests itself when we're talking about it in the in the realm of asking for a gift? Where does that come from for people? Well, I think some of it, you, and you touched on it, is the fear of rejection. Right. No one wants to be rejected, um, and and I think that's a very natural response um, to, you know, when it, asking someone for a gift. The fear of offending a donor. You know, do I am I asking for too much or too little? Right. And some of that is preparation, and we'll talk about that, mm-hmm. I'm sure, today. But that is always going to be a factor. You can't decide, mm-hmm. you know, uh, what a person will give to because it may or may not align with their passions yeah. at that time. I've heard that when we, you know, when we do solicitation training or board trainings, and we ask them, you know, what are their biggest fears, and they'll say, "Well, what if I offend someone?" I yeah. don't. To be honest, Angel, I don't know if I've ever really af- ever offended anyone by asking them to give a gift, especially if they are. A donor who loves the mission. That's right. And I've I've offended people by not asking for enough, to be yeah, quite frankly. Yeah. But never offending them by asking for too much or even asking outright. Sure. And and that that really makes sense when you think about everything we're talking about here is in the context of relationships. Of course it is. If you have a relationship, <laughs> it's mission advancement. We're yeah, gonna talk relationships. We're gonna we're gonna talk about that. That's that's what we do. But if you think about the context being a relationship, it eases some of the fear of these things that naturally come up, um, being unprepared. Now, mm. that's on us. You know, mm. if I, as a nonprofit leader, go into and ask, and I'm not prepared, I should be scared. Right. I should be very scared. Absolutely. Because it's not only risking the success of my ask, but it's also, in a sense, compromising the relationship a little bit. And so there's a great responsibility when it comes to, to asking, but preparation is absolutely key. Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of things can factor into why there is this fear. Let's talk a little bit about how we can begin to overcome some of that fear, Lacey. What are some things that you've seen 
tactically that have worked in the past. Yeah. I mean, I think calling it out, right? What is mm. the, they always say, face your fears. If you're afraid of heights, you know, you don't need to go on the top balcony of, you know, the Sears Tower, but, right. you know, go up a couple flights, right? Sure. Um, calling it out and saying it's not uncommon. Other people are probably feeling the same way that you are. I yeah. doubt you're the one person in the boardroom that's saying, I'm so scared of this. I can't do this. Right. Others probably feel it too. So I think that people don't think they have a natural gift for asking for money. And they'll say this. I know some great fundraisers who will still to this day say, I'm not good at asking for money mm -hmm. because they think of it as asking for money. So a thought of how to overcome that is to think of it as, don't think of it as fundraising. Think of it as storytelling. And so we talk about this a lot when we go into donor planning and, and storyboarding when we do this with our donors. And I think that if we're saying it's storytelling, you already know the story. The last chapter of that story is, will you join me? Right. And it makes it a little bit easier, right, to, to, to say that it's a natural ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's so true. And, and it's all about remembering your why. So, Absolutely. So earlier I, I said we have to get out of our own head. That's such a hard thing to do because all of us are self-conscious when it comes to this. But if we can get to that point where we realize that I'm not asking for me, nothing about this benefits me, this is about the mission. And how can I cast the, the boldest vision to this individual that I, again, after research and careful study, feel that they can make a difference? Mm -hmm. You're inviting them to be a part of something that can be really, really fulfilling to them. Uh, I, I think as well, asking yourself, what's at risk if I don't ask? Mm, I love that question. You know, and, and there's a real cost to that. Absolutely. So something may not happen. And if you begin to think about the agencies that we work with so often, they're making a profound difference in the lives of real human beings. Right. There is, there truly is a risk. If you don't ask for gifts. Yeah. You're not going to get them, and you need them. And you need them. And right. if you and if you have it quantified, where you're saying, for every thousand dollars, we get to help X number of people, that makes that conversation much more compelling than it would be otherwise. I heard you say something the other night in a board mm -hmm. meeting, and I noticed uh, the board members that were there perked up when you said it. You said, "A no isn't necessarily a no. It can very well be a not right now." Right. And I, and I looked at the faces of the folks that were around the table, and they were like, oh, yeah. Right. But that's such an optimistic way to look at it. Right. A no isn't don't ever come back or I'm not giving anything. Mm -hmm. A no may be maybe later or I can't do that, but I can do this. Or I need more information. That's right. And so I think, you know, to get that information and to be able to feel confident, again, in making an ask, you have to plan. You have to plan. And so, again, when it's something that you're afraid of, um, it's because it's unknown. So what does it look like to, to plan and to build those relationships with your donors? We do that in storyboarding or donor planning, right? Mm -hmm. We need to know who they are. Right. Because if you know who they are and you know they can actually make a gift of whatever size we're talking about, and more importantly, you know that they have passion for your mission and they actually care about it, that's even easier. You're not asking a stranger who's right. never given to your organization. Um, we're talking about transformational level solicitations mm -hmm. for people who know you and love you. And so get to know what their exact pieces that they gravitate to. Right. What are their passion points? What are their passion points? Because if, if you don't know, 
it's going to be scary. That's right. Right? So we want a donor plan. We want to make sure that you're um, you're talking to the donor. You're learning why they've given in the past. You've learned how they like to be asked in the past. Mm-hmm. Right? There are people who like a very direct ask. You're, there are people who may want to see your full budget. There are people that have different motivations. Mm-hmm. You know, do they want to know more about your, your budget? Do they want to know more of a heartstring story? Right? So when we learn who someone is, it makes it a lot easier. And we we know that people sometimes don't know they're supposed to give. Right. And so we want to make sure that we are asking them for things so that they understand what our need is. If we're not, we're never going to get it. It gives us control over Mm -hmm. the mission. And more importantly, the mission requires it. I think sometimes we forget that. Yeah. um, And we might take it for granted. Yeah. And it's it's emotional. All giving is emotional. And so often we approach it by putting a proposal in front of someone that might be pretty sterile. Just hear the numbers. And we forget that that motivates very few people. What motivates people is knowing they're making a difference Mm -hmm. in the life of someone else. So we're smart to always bake in that emotional appeal Mm -hmm. when we're having these conversations. So it really does come down to preparation. Practice, practice, practice. Absolutely. That's the key. That is it. And some of these things seem silly and they seem like, oh, I I don't have to do that. I'm 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 an adult. Right. But it's like anything else. I remember as a, you know, as a student in high school, even college, public speaking classes, standing in front of a mirror terribly self-conscious, but I knew I needed to say those words and I needed to see how it was coming across. Preparation is invaluable. Yes. If you don't say it out loud, you may not say it in the actual meeting. That's right. So role-playing seems silly to board members or to to leaders, but it's really important. It's really important. And you have to get over that hump. Mm -hmm. I I remember the first time I asked a donor for a $1 million gift. It was hard for me to do because I knew he could do it. Right. But I had never spoken those words before. Mm. And I remember having a gift chart in front of me. And my plan was, Mr. So-and-so, I would like you to consider this gift. And I circled that number. And I practiced saying $1 million over and over before I ever went in that conversation. I remember doing it. And I remember him saying, I'll think about it. A week later, he mailed us a check for a million dollars. But it was it it would have been different, I think, had I just kind of gone in there and, you know, sweaty palms, sweaty Absolutely. forehead thinking, I hope he does it. I felt like I had prepared, mm-hmm. overly prepared. Right. But it was that important. Right. And again, mission. I mean, and uh, with the number part, I know we will talk about this another time on another podcast, but it's all relative, right? Because a million to that person, that's something you knew, you just said it, you knew he could make a gift of that level. Mm-hmm. Even if you're asking for $10,000, and you know that that's the person's capacity. To them, that's a million dollars. Absolutely. So sometimes we get so scared to ask for seven-figure gifts when we should be scared or not scared. We should have that same healthy anxiety. Maybe that's it. We want to feel that for every solicitation right. because we know it's important to that donor. And that's it's a it. stretch, and they're going to their capacity. That's the key. Yeah. That's the key. Yeah. I think that you know, it, there's there's kind of four key things that I always try to do a gut check on. When I was a practitioner, I do this with, with clients all the time. If if we, I'm going to ask like four questions, so you can think of these two. Okay. If you say no to any of these, you're probably not ready, and you're probably still scared. Okay. Because if you don't know something, that's where the fear comes from, right? Again, it's the unknown. So, um, are you com- are they confident in the relationship with you? Do they like you? Mm-hmm. Yes or no? Yeah. Right. Um, are they confident um, that you're going to manage their gift? Do they trust you? Wow, that's huge. A, that's a huge point. Right. Yes Absolutely. or no? Right. Are you confident that they understand what they ask is? Has the proposal been put in front of them and the, the exact need? is outlined, mm-hmm. right? Yes or no. And then lastly, can you get a quality meeting? Yeah. If you're answering no to any of these things, 
you're probably not ready and you probably still have some of that fear. Yep. So I'm curious real quick. Yeah. How would you define a quality meeting? Quality meeting is going to be something to where you got time to sit with that donor. Yeah. This is not a text message. This is not an email. This mm -hmm. is not a quick, hey, do you have 15 to 20 minutes? This is, I'd like an hour of your time to sit and talk to you about this. Yeah. If they're going to just give you 10 to 15 minutes of their time, they're probably going to take 10 to 15 minutes to discern. Right. Like you've said before, when you asked that guy for a million dollars, he said, let me think on it. And it took, a, you said, a, what, a week? A week. And then he mailed you a check. We want that. Yeah. So think about that. When you, when you still have fear, it's probably because you haven't been able to answer all those questions. That's right. Yeah. That's so good, Lacey. So let's talk about some takeaways yeah. for our listeners today. A um, couple things just to help you in, in this area that, that's so important. One is uh, you can overcome that fear by learning more about what you're asking for. Right. Make sure you're casting a clear vision to the donor. But more importantly, know who you're asking. So yeah. take the time to get to know mm -hmm. what that donor's passions are. What are the things that they love? Mm -hmm. And remember the why. Yeah. Remember That's so important. to bake into that conversation. This is the difference you can make mm -hmm. if you decide to help us in this way. Mm -hmm. I think another thing is to plan. And we talked about that a, a lot today. But donor plan. Know your donor. Mm -hmm. Know them well. Uh, and then... Don't be afraid to bring others in to the conversation. Mm -hmm. I think it's genius when a development professional, a CEO, a president of an agency organization brings a board member and says, I just need you at the table with me. I'll make the ask, but it's really going to be important to have you there. I would love for them to see you nodding your head in agreement with what I'm saying. And as a board member to affirm this, that's valuable. So bring others into that conversation when it enhances the relationship and it improves the opportunity. That's so great. To, I, I'm literally nodding my head and agreeing with you right now because yes, I, I agree with that, that so much. I, thank you for agreeing. <laughs> <laughs> I love the affirmation. Well, folks, thank you so much for joining us today. This is, uh, I hope this has been a helpful and insightful conversation. Yeah. You know, we would love two hours to dig into any one of these topics. We don't have that. But over the next coming months, we'll be digging a little deeper into many of these things. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Mission Advancement Podcast. Be sure to check out our website at missionadvancement.com for additional content. And never forget that your hard work in nonprofit is changing lives every day. Keep funding your missions for good. We'll see you next time.